Praise God. Good afternoon and welcome to Kingdom Consciousness. Today I want to talk to you about a a tiny pet peeve of mine. Um, But it's not just a pet peeve. It's, it's, It's a sin. It's a sin. And it has to do with us viewing God as broke daddy. We believe in sugar daddies. We believe in sugar mamas. But we treat God like he is broke daddy. And he is not a broke daddy. When you look at the word of God in Psalms 24 and Psalm 50, it says, The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein, even the cattle on a thousand hills. How can we conceive of our God, our heavenly father, who gave us his only begotten son and who created all of everything that we have dominion over just by the breath of his mouth, how can we treat him like broke daddy? He said to us that he'd never leave us nor forsake us, never seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed begging bread, that he delights in the prosperity of his servants, that he would satiate the souls of his priests with fatness, That if we tithe, he would open the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing that we don't have room enough to receive. We want the benefits of rebuking the devourer without the obedience of tithing. He told us to give and it shall be given unto us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over into our bosom shall men give unto us. And yet we don't give. We see our brother and we say, go and be filled. Um, And and yet we want to look at God as though it's God's fault. We want to look at God as though God is broke. We want to look at God as though God is inept. And that is far from the case. And so we need to deal with our perceptions of God. He said, delight yourself in him and he give you the desires of your heart. He even said he had caused it to rain on the just and the unjust alike. And so for us to view God as broke daddy, uh, as somehow lacking, as there somehow being a scarcity or somehow we're going to be in want, somehow there's, there's just not enough, it's not adequate, it's not sufficient. When he took the little boy's lunch and blessed it and break it, and fed thousands of people. The first time, seven baskets full. The second time, 12 baskets full left over. And then the word of God tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, that God is able, not broke daddy, but he's able to make all grace, everything that we need, favor, everything, abound. He came that we might have life and that more abundantly, both on a material level, a spiritual level, a health level, whatever it is that we have need in need of, God abounds in it. He's able to make all grace abound towards us, not away from us. He's not taking from us. That's the world's mindset. The world's mindset is broke. The world's mindset is that God is not going to be able to take care of all the people in China and all the people in Korea and all the people in Russia and all the people in the United States. So then we got to maneuver, we got to manipulate, we got to 
do criminal things in order to make certain that we have our share and the rest of the population uh, is diminished or made sick or die to die in some just weird, decrepit way. It says that ye always having, always. He didn't misspell it. It wasn't an error. It wasn't a problem in translation. It says that ye always having all, all means all. All things work together for good. We believe that, but we don't believe that God is able to provide all of our needs. It says ye having all sufficiency in all things in your household, in your clothes, in your utilities, in your food, in your bank account, on your credit cards, if you have them. He said, oh, no man, anything but to love him. Whatever it is that you have need of in your ministry, in your marriage, in your children's education, in your businesses, in your finances, in your investments, that ye having all sufficiency in all things may abound. In other words, he's going to abound to you and then you in turn can abound. That does not sound like broke daddy to me. And so I'm here. I, I just, it irritates me and I have to vindicate my God. I have to slay this Goliath of broke daddy that we have in mind, either as a result of the economy, as a result of the way the government goes, as a result of the way you're treated on your job, or perhaps your relationship with your own natural father, or lack thereof, whatever the case may be, we have to slay this Goliath of broke daddy once and for all. We treat him like he's capricious, like Delilah, like he'll tell us one thing and do another, or that he's untrustworthy like uh, Gomer. He's going to say he's going to do something and then run off and you not be able to find him. No. You know, when he gave you children, he said children are the heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward. He said he's going to take care of them. Everything that concerns you, God's got it. Now, the problem may come in our perception. The problem may come in our ability to receive. The problem may come in our ability to understand. The problem may come because we listen to Lottie Dottie and everybody and not listening to God. We're reading everything. We're believing everything on the news, but we're not believing God. But God is not broke daddy. It says that he abounds towards us and that we may abound in every good work. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the father of lights with whom there's neither variableness or shadow of turning. And that good and perfect gift is Jesus. And with him came God's abundance. He came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. In addition to that, the word of God tells us that he, even after Jesus ascended, he said beforehand that he would pray to the Father and he would send us another comforter who would lead and guide us into all truth. He said to be ye anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. See, we want things just by, you know, we just going to speak. We're not going to fast. We're not going to pray. We're not going to do supplication. 
we're just going to demand it. And then when we don't get it, even though we don't tithe, even though we don't help anybody, blessed is he who considers the poor for the Lord shall consider him in a day of his struggle. We're not going to do any of that. We're just going to sit up and point our finger at God and call him broke daddy. And it is a disgrace. If you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give good gifts unto you? If you ask for bread, he's not going to give you a stone. If you ask for a fish, he's not going to give you a serpent. God doesn't operate that way. Why would he go all to the extent of sacrificing his only begotten son just to starve us to death? just to sit back and watch us do without. That's not the God of the gospel. That may be the God that you see in the world. That may be how mammon treats you, but the God that we serve is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. He not only said he would make your way prosperous, he would give you the power to get wealth. He not only said that, he said that he would give you knowledge of witty inventions, that he would give you the ability to create things. So let's rethink this. Let's stop putting down the head of the household. He said a man who does not take care of his own house is worse than an infidel. First Timothy 5 and 8. How is God going to say that about man and yet not take care of us? It's never going to happen, okay? He is not broke daddy. He is heavenly father. He is creator. He is the lover of our souls, the supplier of our needs, and the succorer of our discomforts. Let's get it right. (laughs) God bless you.